When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Maui. I know that as soon as y'all listen to this episode, y'all is going to whip my ass, wondering where I've been at, wondering why I ain't dropped an episode since October 27th. What the hell is wrong with me neglecting y'all needs when y'all out here needing advice? Life is in shambles, okay? Waiting for me to drop an episode so that y'all can send it to y'all friends or y'all can listen to, listen to it together. But nonetheless, let's just be appreciative. Let's just be grateful. So I normally, I know that normally we do a recap of things that have been going on in my life. And as I always tell y'all, nothing has been going on. My life is pretty simple all the time. The same routine of taking a Zyda school. But let me tell y'all, my life has taken an unexpected toll. Some of you guys may know that um, outside of the dog, the dog is still getting on my nerves. That's for one. Let's just nip that in the butt. I love the dog, but he's needy, he's clingy, and he barks all the time. Um, and his eye is still doing well in school. He doesn't have a choice because, you know, he's going to keep asking for V-Bucks. But some of you guys may or may not know that my boyfriend plays basketball overseas. And because of COVID and everything, when I met him... Um, he was not playing basketball because of COVID and then he hurt himself. And I just always been having for these years, year and a half, almost two years, I just been enjoying my man. Like it was COVID. He hurt himself. He healed. He started playing locally and stuff like that. Last week, he got a call from a basketball team overseas for him to, I think they called him on like Thursday for him to leave on on that Monday. And it was just like, what? Like, everything just happened so fast. So if you have if you have seen I haven't been on live like that or I haven't been posting it that, that much, I really tried to just enjoy the three, four days that I had with him before he left on Monday. Um, so that's been really, like, hard and difficult for me to deal with. When you, when you live with somebody and you with them every day, I feel like he just got drafted to the fucking military or something. But, um... It's hard for me to, of course I was sad, y'all. I'm a bucket of freaking water. If you know me, I'm emotional as hell. So I was crying every single day. I was waking up crying, going to sleep crying. Like, I'm going to miss my man. But it's so, when you love somebody with no possession and you have no desire to control them and a lot of your happiness is stemmed from them being happy, it's hard for you to be sad about somebody that's doing what, somebody doing what's best for them doing what they love to do, um, following their dreams or growing, especially at the end of the day, COVID or no COVID, I knew what it was when I signed up and my ass, <clears throat> my ass started fucking with you either way. But um, I'm really interested to see how this goes because our, we, we, we do everything together. Like I know it's, it's so, I'll be telling y'all it's corny when people be saying, oh, my partner is my best friend because they be so clingy. 
But this the person that like, you really my homie. You really the one I be laughing with, trying new restaurants with, drinking with. You my turn up partner. You my piece. Like, there's so many different things. So I'm definitely interested to see how this time away from each other plays out and how much stronger our relationship could be. So you make sure y'all send in some peace some positivity and some love his way while he's playing basketball in Romania. Um, and he doesn't come back until fucking June. Yes, bitch. I said it. June. G. J. Oh, bitch. I said J. J-U-N-E. Okay. I said G by accident. Don't play with me. June as in 2022, as in next year, as in freaking months away, as in what the hell am I going to do? Okay. So if I give you all a podcast episode, please be grateful because I am in the middle of a crisis nonetheless. Okay. But anyway, send my man some love and positivity. Um, Another thing is, you know, I'm always promoting his brand. I will be making sure that I'm still helping him run it. Everything is still going to go smoothly. I'm still going to be dropping workout sets for y'all. I'm still going to be having sales every week, every week on the M Sport page. I'm still going to be making sure everything is shipped fast. The packaging is nice, just the way he would want everything to go smoothly. So he knows his girlfriend is definitely going to hold things down and not miss a beat. Anyways, other than that, that's what's been going on for me. For once, y'all know, I always say nothing been going on with, going on with me, but for once, something actually is, and it's really hard. But I've been looking at the emails and um, DMs that y'all have been sending for for advice on different topics, and not that we today is actually the first day where we don't really have no real topic because it's just so many random ass questions. Um, of people have just gone through different situations. But it's one email that really stood out. I didn't have the time. I was just going through a lot of things and I didn't have the time to answer the email. But one of the questions that somebody emailed um, said that they have been married for a couple years to somebody and they have been having an affair on their husband for um, two years. So if you're listening, hey girl, I seen your email. I'm answering the question. Um, her husband She's been begging him to change and grow and different things. She is falling for this side piece that she's been sleeping with for two years. Um, the sex is good with the side partner. She feels bad for her man. She told him that they needed space. She's not saying get the fuck out because of the kids, but yeah, this is not working. And the first thing that came to mind and she was like, if he wanted to, if he was really, if he really cared about his family, this is something that really stood out to me too. It's two things. She said, if he really cared about his family, he would have changed before his kids. And sometimes, and this is not just not for her, but when people say stuff like that, and it's not to try to play nobody, we convince ourselves that what we doing, not that bad because what you doing, he can't love me that much or he don't give a fuck about his family. Cause if he did, he would be trying to work on to be a better person. So I have a right to do what I'm doing right now because you're jeopardizing losing your family too if he found out that you're fucking somebody behind his back. So I feel like b- both people in the situation need to in the, in the situation need to figure out what's important to them, what's meaningful to, meaningful to them. Because at the end of the day, even though you feel like this is fun, this is thrilling, this is exciting, not to say that people don't whisk off into the sunset with their side chicks. When a per- when you meet somebody. That's why it's so important when we get out of these relationships too, that we make sure that we're healed and that we're growing and that we full. Because if we meet somebody 
that's catering to the parts of us that have been empty for so long that our partner has not been um, pouring into. We cling to them. We think that we found something so amazing and so different and it's just so this. And it's because this person could have came with just this one quality that your partner don't got at the time. And not to say that your partner ain't never going to have it. It's some shit that's character flaws and there's some things that is baby steps. And they're, they're tr- they might have to learn or how to her- learn how to do it or grow into being accustomed to doing it. And then a lot of times people be down, people just be at a low point in their life or they don't even be in a good spot. And some of our partners can't weather that storm with us. Whether the storm is depression, you losing your job, you not being yourself. Like it's easy to say he's not romantic, he's not doing this, we don't go nowhere. He he barely has money and he just lost his job. And we've just decided that this storm is too much for us to weather. And when I read the email, I just immediately start thinking about the movie Temptation. If y'all ain't never watched this movie, it's by Tyler Perry. And um, the lady, she's married and if she meets this guy, he's rich. He's everything that her husband is not. She thinks she's falling in love. And everything, you know... The honeymoon phase is, come on. And then another thing is the side the side piece guy to the one who's listening, the guy that you've just been having sex with for two years, it seems easy and it seems smooth sailing because you're not able to give him the same amount of time that you give your husband. Like you only could fuck with him in the capacity of sneakiness. So you don't got to be up around a person for days on days on end and out and be around their flaws and see see things that get on your nerves or that you don't like because you have a family that you have to go to every day. It's so easy for the grass to appear to be greener when we're not watering our own. When we're not when we're not figuring out if this is the garden that we want to work on or this is the garden that we want to dwell in forever. It's so easy to seem like something looks better or something feels better or this is this is more um compatible with me. And um yesterday last night my friend Chad sent me this video and it says it's not about always finding somebody that's compatible, more so suitable. Who fits you in the assignment that God has you on in this life? Because we could find, he was like, you could find a bum on the street and it could be compatible. You could find a girl and she's pretty with a nice body. She's compatible as far as what you like. She got curves. She's pretty, but she's not good for your spirit. And, he, and I think the video has said because the devil comes in a form of compatibility sometimes. Sometimes it comes in the form of everything that you're looking for, everything that you feel like you need right now, everything that you feel like you are missing. And it makes you feel so alive and it got you out here ready to risk everything and not give a fuck about shit. Okay? Because you think that, oh, I finally found what I'm looking for. As much as people don't be wanting to be by themselves or they don't know how to be alone, when we are by ourselves, we are able to tap into what exactly we feel like we are missing. Um, what we feel like we want. And then sometimes some of us be so scared to be by ourselves, we finally get by ourselves and realize this shit not that bad. What was I scared of for so long? Why was I avoiding this for so long? It's not that bad. This is actually peaceful because alone doesn't mean lonely. And I, I just don't like the idea of leading somebody on. If you have it in your mind that you don't want to be with him or this shit ain't never going to work, he could wake up tomorrow and change. It's never going to work. Be honest. Don't leave somebody on and have somebody thinking that they could do something or change things to keep their family together. Regardless, they should want to change for themselves. But it's going to be hard not to want to change for your family. Don't lead people on because life is literally the number eight. 
And everything that we put into this world, we got to get it back. That's why it's so important to be so conscious and so mindful about the things that we doing to other people, how we loving, loving other people, the things that we say to other people. Everything that we put into this world, we receive back. We receive it back. Period. And I know some people might feel like, well, mommy, I'm a good person. I'll be getting pieces of shit back and stuff like that. But how do we deal with the shit that we be getting? Do we walk around miserable? Or are we walking around holding grudges and dwelling on the pain and freaking unconsciously giving it to other people and bleeding on other people? Or are we constantly figuring out what can I learn from this? Even if my even if I've been heartbroken, I'm not walking around here allowing the world to change me. I'm not turning into a bitter person. I'm not turning into a mean person. I'm not turning into a person that people can't trust or people can't lean on or people can't come to. Not allowing this world to change who you are. I feel like honesty is the best policy in that situation. Because even if this man, if this man I just look at it in a way of, I, always, I never want to fuck with somebody under false pretenses. Let me decide on whether I want to fuck with you or not. Um, that's why it's corny when people be cheating before they get married or cheating on their girlfriend and she never find out. When If you would have told me, you would have gave me the choice to decide on whether or not I wanted to stay with you. Here I am. Let's say he get his shit together tomorrow and you decide, all right, I'm going to stop fucking this other guy. I'm laying next to somebody that's been lying to me for two years. And it's okay with keeping it on a conscience. So I feel like, mm, child, pray on it. Pray on it and decide on if this is what you really want to do. But And no scenario am I ever condoning cheating on your husband lying to your husband your boy your partners your boyfriends I'm not cheating I'm not condoning none of it keep it real with people even if it's gonna break their heart even if you know it's gonna hurt their feelings like I said be mindful of what you're putting into this world you have to get it back you have to get it back and be mindful that when y'all going through situations like this and you and you and complicated situationships be mindful of the people that you getting your advice from like look at the type and not to say you can't get advice from married women single women divorced women baby mamas be mindful of how much growth the people that you are getting advice from and you are allowing to pour into you have grown themselves how do they think? How do they communicate? How do they talk to other people? Some of us is getting advice from people that's condoning the shit that we do. That's saying, oh, girl, well, as you should. I don't feel bad for him. I tell, listen, this is, I say this all the time to my friends as guys. It's not enough people who advocate for families when family is the, that is the basis, foundation, and structure for a lot of the shit that's going on, going on in the world. People coming from better homes, people coming from families that's not broken, people coming from families with healed parents. Your homeboys is telling you, you and your girlfriend is arguing, your homeboys is telling you to come sleep on their couch. He's telling y'all to come on, come on, bro, come over here. We could go to the bar tonight. We could go get a drink. Nobody is staying, nobody is saying stay home with your girl and fix that shit. You got a family. Your kids love you, bro. What the fuck is you doing? Nobody's advocating for, a, for the family structure. It's not enough people. It's, it's too many people saying, fuck them, leave, give up because life we, is out here. Got us thinking that we can replace people so easily and freaking everybody's disposable. Everybody's saying, fuck them, go find somebody new. If it ain't what you want, go make, go, go make yourself happy with somebody else. Nobody wants to do the work. Nobody want to be patient. It's a difference from being a patient and being naive. 
it's a difference from being with somebody who's actively working and they trying to do better and they just trying to figure some shit out and somebody that's just leading you on. Somebody that's gaslighting you. And then other times, be honest, if you're seeing more potential in the person than they see in themselves. Y'all be rooting for people and be wanting more for them and be wanting them to be come to King of Africa. And he don't want to be none of that shit. He want to be a janitor. He just, he like listening to his AirPods. He said, I could be a janitor. I'll be fine as long as I got my headphones on. And look at you. Want him to go get his master's degree. Want him to go be a doctor, a heart surgeon. Want him to go back to college. And then I feel like we, shit, I feel like we had talked about this before. And then freaking he, he decides to do those things on his own terms when he feel like it. And you feel like, damn, I begged you to do this shit and. Now you're doing it? Yeah, on my own terms. A person got to do what they want to do for themselves. So even if we in these situations and we feel like, oh, I've been begging this person to do this and to do, to do that. A person got to want to do it for themselves. They got to want to change for themselves. And a lot of the times when we've been with somebody for so long and we never leave, we never gave them a break, we never gave them space, they, just, they, they feel no urgency in, in changing because they know that we're going to wait for them. There's no urgency. It's nobody's. It's no being afraid to lose you. No being scared that you might walk away. No being afraid that they might lose their family and everything will be ripped under their feet. They are so confident that you will stay and weather any kind of storm with them because they watched you do it. That's crazy to me. That's crazy that you could sit into a person, sit in a person's face with tears rolling down your eyes, telling them exactly what they need to do for this relationship to work. And that shit will go in one ear and out the other. And it means nothing to them because they feel like you talking out the side of your ass because you still ain't going to go nowhere. They looking at you like you crazy. Your tears mean nothing. Your conversation is just falling on death ears. Everything that you're saying is just going in one ear and out the other. They heard this conversation a million times and you've never chosen yourself. You've never chosen yourself. So at this point, it just seemed like freaking you just say anything. Girl, you just want to argue. You just nitpicking. You find something wrong with anything. Because it can't be true. The complaints that you're making about them, this, this, this can't, it can't be facts. This can't be how you truly feel. We was cool yesterday. You don't make him, you don't make them stand on nothing. You don't make them become a better person. You, you can't force nobody to do anything, but the se- it seems like the shit just coming out of your ass because you, ne- you never go nowhere. And more importantly, all the work that you want me to do on myself, you don't even do. You're not even leading by example. That's why people leave these relationships and they, they literally leave these relationships feeling like they wasted so much time. Yes, the amount of time that you spent begging somebody to change for you, you could have been you could have been pouring all of that inside of yourself, working on yourself, growing, the shit that you always procrastinated and postponing. You could have been doing those things, finding things that you love, finding things that make you feel alive, finding things that you truly enjoy, taking trips, traveling. You in the house being miserable, arguing with somebody every day, same routine, coming home, cleaning up after them, cooking, laying down, watching TV, 
might have sex a couple of times. You don't even be in, you're not even enjoying it. Your mind not even there. You're not even there mentally to even enjoy the sex. Same routine. And for somehow, some way, five years have passed and we in the same position that we've been in from the day that we met. I'm still complaining about the same shit and neither one of us could go nowhere because we too attached. We don't even know where we would start going to be somewhere else. Be honest with yourself. Stop lying. Nonetheless, I'm, I advocate for you being by yourself and you loving yourself, but I love to advocate for a family structure, for more households, for children growing up. Growing, listen, I'm really, I, especially people, women with little girls watching a mom being loved properly and treating a man nice and not seeing a mom settle them seeing a mom chase their dreams and goals and be ambitious and still be feminine and still be loving and nurturing and not have to be hard all the time because freaking her man makes her feel so secure that she's able to be in tune with her divine femininity for little boys to grow up and watch their dad love on a mom and, and feel like my dad didn't play about my mom. My dad let his shit out my mom. Okay. He always kissing on my mom, hugging on her, bringing her flowers. Like he loves that woman. Like, I want to love somebody like that. More kids growing up and seeing something for them to admire and something that's healthy. So that they don't have to grow up and they freestyling. They just trying to emulate what they see on TV, what they feel like things should be, or what kind of fairy tales they created, or what they read about, or what they see other people with. That And this shit don't even be how it really be. For, you, for, for kids to be able to have the first... for. Kids to be able to have a first row seat on healthy love. I feel like that is the start of the start of breaking a generational curse. And I get it. Sometimes the shit just don't work out. Everybody ain't gonna have this whole family structure and stuff like that. But we be we when we start being a little bit more selective with who we invest in our time in, who we laying down with, who we letting impregnate us. Cause I tell y'all, I know y'all love that raw sex. Being more conscious about these things, not assuming that a person will change when we have a baby. They wasn't shit this whole time. He wasn't shit this whole time. I've been fucking with him. What do I think he's going? What do I think is going to happen? I've been seeing y'all message me saying, "Molly, how do you feel about the Danny situation and the baby? That he's embarrassed. That he's an embarrassment. But I also feel like you just watched this man have a baby on his first baby mom." And embarrass her. And, her, and he been fucking with, the, with his other baby mom for years. You watched him have a baby on her. Hide you. He wasn't even promoting you as his girlfriend. He was flip-flopping from both of y'all. And you, and, so, and this is the, another thing. Women have this problem with the, this thing of feeling like they were chosen. So I'm pretty sure with the whole flip-flopping and him finally giving her more attention or her getting pregnant or him being more consistent with her or having her around, she felt like he chose me over her. It's never, it's not taking away the fact that you are who you are and you was who you was when I met you. None of that could change. But people be thinking that what, it don't matter what you did to somebody else, you would never do that to me. We be thinking that our love be different. When really shit just be a character flaw. This shit just is in the person character. We be thinking like they wouldn't do that to me. When they, why? Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Not the not the 
not that everybody in your life is going to treat you wrong, but when you watch this person embarrass the mother of his children, you watch this person keep cheating on her, get somebody else pregnant, and then y'all go through something, and the first thing they do to, is run to social media. You got your, the father of your child calling the cops on you, telling you to get out. And you on social media saying he wanted me to get out so he could probably have sex with his baby mom or another woman. And it's like, why you, why? Why do you want to fuck with somebody like that? Is this the first time this person is showing you qualities of them wanting to be a, wanting to be a hoe and just fuck other people? I know it ain't the first time. I know that this is not the first time you've ever seen these kind of qualities in this person. Or did you just think, and, I'm not, and I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. Did you just think they would never do that shit to you? Because if we could be honest about a situation and we could say, I just thought that they would never do this shit to me, then I could, I could respect it. Because sometimes we really be thinking that we love a person in a way, or we love a person that's so different, that how could you do this to me? How could you not appreciate me? How could you not love me? How could you turn your back on me? How could you do some corny ass shit like this to me after everything I've done for you? But that's why I say it'd be, it be character flaws. The shit don't be about love. The, it's about a person having respect for you. Respect is going to say, I can't do them like that. I can't carry them like that. I can't treat them like that. I got too much respect for them. Because the love don't mean shit. Motherfucker do what they want. Still have love for you. Do what they want. Still love you. Let the shit out of you. Can't stop fucking other people though. But they don't got no respect for you. And sometimes we don't demand, we don't demand people to respect us. We've been demanding love. We be, we, our desire to be loved just be so strong that we don't, we don't demand to be respected. I require you to treat me how I treat myself. You can't treat me less than how I treat me. I won't accept it. I don't take that form of currency. I don't allow myself to be, I don't, I don't take that. Just like you go into a store and they be like, oh, we don't take cash app. I don't take that. I don't take anything that's less than what I give to me. And my desire to be loved is not so strong that I'll just be grateful and accepting of, oh, that's all you have right now. It's okay. You can just give me an IOU and pay me, pay me, pay me next time. Or you could pay me back by us going to the movies this weekend or us having some good sex or us having quality time or date night. No. I'm, I, require, I require you to, to treat me the way I want to be treated. And if you don't want to, you literally don't have to. It's fine. If a person feels like, no, that's, you, you be asking for too much. You're doing too much now. You wanting the doors to be open for you. You want to be treated like a lady. You want to be romance. If a person feels like you're doing too much, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't have to convince you to do these things. You just don't want to do them. It's literally okay, okay? You don't like these kind of things and you don't want to do them. I don't need to be fucking with you. <laughs> like, this is letting me know right now this is not a person I need to be fucking with because these are things that I need to thrive in relationships or company or friendships and be happy. What am I supposed to do? Just sit around here and just accept what you give me while I overextend myself and be grateful for bare minimum and breadcrumbs? No, for what? I know what I bring. I know how I love. I don't want to have to water down what I want. I don't want to have to water down what I give. I don't want to have to water shit down just because you feel like I should be appreciative with the bare minimum that you're providing me with. No. 
That's like you waiting in a restaurant, you order freaking steak and lobster and they keep giving you bread to eat. Expecting you to not complain that you still don't got what the fuck you asked for. But here's some bread. You just going to keep bre you just going to keep bringing bread out. You going to keep bringing out everything but what the fuck I ordered. And I'm in here paying $200 for a meal. I'm over here I'm I ain't have no problem with holding up my end of the bargain and compensating you in a form in which you like to be compensated, but I still don't got what I'm asking for. So I'm sitting here eating bread, being patient, trying to be calm, not complaining, not nagging. No, I'm okay. I'm cool off that. I'm all right. Don't let your desire to be loved be so strong that when somebody come out with some food that you didn't order, you too afraid to speak up and say, this is not mine. You letting people fuck your shit up. They didn't fuck your whole order up. And you're just, and you're just so grateful to be eating right now that you, you letting it slide. I ordered steak and lobster. They didn't brought me a freaking shrimp alfredo. Oh my God. This is not what I ordered. Nope. You letting people compensate you and however you see fit. And that's your problem now. Knowing what you want, knowing what you're looking for, knowing what you desire, and I, I don't have to budge. But knowing what, knowing what you're willing to give and what you're, what you're willing to bring to somebody else. Don't be asking for some shit that you wouldn't want nobody asking you for. Don't expect to get what you can't reciprocate. So be honest with how much you're willing to give. If somebody offering you this, what you what you willing to give in return? Because I don't got it. I'm not going to be the chick that give you my, my, my everything and I'm just sitting here with nothing. I'll give you everything. I'll give you every last piece of me. Every, no. Some people don't even need everything from you. I don't want you if you need every last piece of me. That's why you be in some relationships with people. You feel like, damn, I love them so much, but nothing I give to them is enough. That's because they looking for somebody to fill up a fucking 10 liter gallon of love into their ass. They looking for people to overcompensate for everything they can't give themselves. That's why nothing that you do will ever be right for those people. They can't appreciate shit. But nonetheless, just like the post that I put on Instagram the other day is, when you're a good person, you're going to attract many people. Who do you choose? When you got all these options in your face, who are you selecting and why? Because your partner is a reflection of the parts of yourself that you need to heal. <clears throat> or it's a reflection of all the work that you've done. So that's how we closing this out. Take a look at the relationships that you've been in or the relationships that you're in and ask yourself. Is my, is my partner a reflection of the parts of myself that I refuse to heal? Or is my partner a reflection of how much growth has happened in my life? I hope everybody has a good day. Send this podcast to somebody who needs to hear it. And I hope, hopefully, at least one person listen to that podcast episode today and be like, damn, that's exactly what I needed to hear. That's confirmation. Nonetheless, have a good day. And don't, nobody, don't let nobody fuck your day up today. Make sure you guys click the link on the Apple um podcast to enjoy some of the cells that we got on the M Sport website and don't forget to use my code MAUIW and I'll talk to y'all soon.